Agile FM. Community. I'm your host, Joe Krebs. Agile.fm. Today's guest is called Scotland, an agile coach with Rally Software in the UK. Call is a founding member of the Lean System Society and the Limited Whip Society. Um, he has previously championed Agile and Lean Thinking with the BBC, Yahoo and EMC Consulting. He writes on his blog at Avail Agility and is a certified Scrum Master, Lean Agile Coach, Kanban Coaching Professional and an accredited Kanban Trainer. Call is currently working on a book um, about Kanban and he's getting ready for the Agile Day to do a presentation about Kanban and his title is Isn't It Just Common Sense? Here, meet Carl. You are an agile coach with uh, Rally Software, and uh, we are here. We're spending a little bit of time uh, together uh, because you are going to present at the Agile Day 2013 um, in New York City. That's happening at the 19th of September. Uh, there are a few more seats available uh, for that conference, and one of the contributions to that Agile Day, which is uh, so exciting, is your talk. So, first of all, thanks for being here at the podcast. Uh, thank you. Well, thanks. It's kind of great to talk to you in London, actually. It's kind of a nice bit of serendipity that we can get to do this. We are here in London and it proves, I was tweeting about this this morning, it proves that things can change. Because I'm in London and it has 30 Celsius, which is about what high in the 80s uh, yeah, Fahrenheit. So this, is, this really proves yeah. everybody who has a picture of London weather, this is like totally off. Exactly, it's been sunny for more than two or three days now, so it's officially a heat wave. It's a heat <laughs> wave. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All so right. everybody's moaning that it's too hot now. Well, we're going to get you to New York. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot there too. Um, and uh, your talk is um, going to be, um, just to be absolutely uh, sure this is the talk, isn't it about just common sense? Right, yeah. That is the, that's the title of, um, of your talk. Could you just... Give the listeners a little bit of a feeling of what this, what you will cover in that relatively short talk. Yeah, so it, it's really a kind of a, a, a summary of the, 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 my thought processes that have kind of happened over the last five years while I've been working with Kanban and learning about what Kanban means and how I use Kanban. Um, and one of the, the realizations I've had recently and the, the ways of thinking about things um, is, is, it's heuristics. It's the notion of we the way we use heuristics, mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of a concept I've come across from a number of places. Um, Dave Snowden talks about heuristics in terms of using heuristics instead of rules when we're dealing with complex systems. Um, Daniel Kahneman talks about heuristics as the way we kind of try and answer difficult questions that we we don't have answers to. Uh, and a guy called Roger Martin um, in a book Design for Business talks about he has a, a knowledge funnel model where he talks about we, we solve mysteries by applying heuristics and then drive them down to algorithms mm -hmm. so this kind of idea of heuristics suddenly kind of started hitting me from a number of places and I suddenly thought I think the way I think about Kanban and think about the way I work with teams is because is, is that I take a heuristical approach okay. so I'm actually applying heuristics um, 
to help me kind of answer some of the questions about how I can help teams and help organizations improve as opposed to going in with a set of predefined algorithms. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I kind of find it interesting that, and, and what I think has happened over the last 10 to 15 years um, is that in the early days of Agile, what the, the kind of the, the thought leaders and the, the, um, the people who are on the leading edge there, they would kind of naturally apply heuristics based on their experience. Mm. And in order to spread the word um, and, and make it easy to start using Agile, we've kind of started defining some algorithms. Mm-hmm. Um, and this also relates to Dave Snowden talks about recipes and chefs and algorithms mm-hmm. recipes, same sort of thing. Um, and the challenge now, kind of 10, 15 years later, is people are taking the algorithms and not really understanding the heuristics that led to them. Right. And the world has changed in the last 10 to 15 years. Yeah. So maybe some of those algorithms aren't quite so appropriate because mm-hmm. algorithms are based on the past and yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're working in the future. Yeah. So you're a thought leader around uh, Kanban, you're an advocate of uh, Kanban, you, you present a lot of stuff yeah, and conferences around Yeah, that's probably what I'm mostly, mostly known for and I talk right. about most, yeah. yeah. So, so what, what you're referring to, please correct me if I'm wrong, is that with these heuristics it's more like a, a learning tool um, that you're applying an ongoing, it's almost like a continuous flow to learning. Um, is, is that the right interpretation? Yeah, so, so I, I have a model. Um, which includes these five heuristics. So I talk about studying the system, um, sharing the understanding that we get from studying the system, limiting, putting some constraints, um, kind of containing the system, mm-hmm. um, sensing the capability of the system, so how well the system is performing, and then exploring the, the evolutionary potential, the future potential of the system. So these kind of five ways that I look at it. Um, and that's just kind of, as I've, Worked with teams over the over time. I've it's just the way I've realised that I kind of talk to people, ask them questions, whilst I'm trying to find out more. Mm. Um, so rather than kind of going in with a well, I think I think you should use this solution. It's well, let's learn some more about what you're doing. Let's see how we can make sure everybody has a common understanding. Let's see how we can use working process limits and policies mm. you know, to, to to constrain things. Let's kind of get some measures in place so we can see well, how well we're doing now, but also how well we're improving. And then let's look at kind of an experimental approach to continuous improvement. Yeah. Um, and then the, 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 the kind of they all kind of loop together and start kind of synergizing. Right. So it's not that I don't think I don't think of them as practices. Mm. I don't necessarily do them in one order, and they kind of all feed back and loop into each other. Mm. Um, but there's a way of. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. categorizing, maybe uh, I don't really like the word categorize. I kind of think of them as categories, but it's kind of why the notion of heuristics kind of seems mm-hmm. to gel with me because because they they they're types of questions that I yeah. ask. Well, Kevin has less rules in the first place. Yeah, and, and, and we talk about Kanban as not being a, a method for delivering software, it's a method for change management. Mm. So you know, that's why it plays with, with any process. Mm. So even the Agile processes, most of the Agile process or even process frameworks are ways of developing software that include a continuous improvement element. Mm. Kanban for me is a continuous improvement process that we can use with any software development process. Mm. So. They're both looking at the same problem from different directions, mm-hmm. um, and that's why you can use both of these things. And it's not an either or. Yeah. So what do you what do you hope for? Somebody walk away from your talk or from the conference is also going to be an an open space element uh, in it where you're invited to 
either present uh, or facilitate a session or maybe participate in somebody else's session. What do you what do you hope for that somebody would walk away from talk, open space, even social hour when they walk away from the agile day around Kanban? I guess it would be nice if they can walk away from the talk with this this model that I have and start thinking about their challenges and the way they work in the in the sense of the the, the model mm. and the language that I use. So um, the other metaphor I use is is is, is that the Kanban is a language that I think in. Mm. So um, you're, you're bilingual, aren't you? you speak yep. multiple languages, mm-hmm. so. Um, so, you, so I don't. So you okay. can correct me if I'm wrong here. <laughs> do you think in one language even when you're talking in another language? Do you have a primary language that you think in, or do you? Um, in the beginning, I think when you're game. learning a new language, that's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. So, uh, so that's the kind of the, the, the metaphor is that when mm. I'm when I'm talking and with processes, even if I'm working with a Scrum team, I'm thinking in in the language of Kanban. Mm. So if I kind of introduce that language and that way of thinking in the talk, what would be great in the open space is if we can actually kind of dig into some really meaty problems that yeah. you know, people bring their challenges and then we can almost apply the model mm-hmm. and apply that way of thinking to help discuss and maybe come up with some ideas and some solutions or just some, some things to try. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then social hour, you know, I can't really yeah. talk about anything. Social hour, social hour. Social hour, social hour, <laughs> right? Well, it is called social hour, but you know, usually it's a reflection social of Social hour it. conferences are just an extension of conference. That's what it's, good ones are, yeah. well, you could almost say it's a retrospective, right, of the, yeah. like, um, maybe even continuous improvement at that point where people say, hey, don't do that anymore, do that. Or yes, yeah, yeah. Less food, Feedback. Yeah, less drinks, less that. No, yeah. it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but your talk also, um, which is about, isn't it about just common sense? It's also like a, a segue into some writing you're doing right now. Yeah, so actually the, the common sense piece is a, is a bit of a play on words because mm-hmm. um, I kind of start by saying it's not common sense. So mm. you know, answer the question in right. the first few minutes, and then people can leave if they want to go somewhere else. Oh, you no, nobody's away. nobody's done that yet. Okay, but but <laughs> the uh, but then common sense is is an example of a heuristic. Yeah. So you know when we and so when we're um, struggling to answer a difficult question, we, we we talk about applying common sense. So common mm-hmm. sense is, is a kind of a way of kind of going. Well, I don't know the answer, but I think the answer is this, and we don't know that doesn't mean so it's not a guarantee of, mm-hmm. of the right answer. So we have to kind of apply common sense, try the answer. Right. Sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong, and mm-hmm. you know, common sense isn't that common, as the, the famous saying goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the so um, the, the, this model is kind of almost the basis of, of a book that I'm I'm writing or trying to write very yeah. slowly. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to flesh it out, and, and the idea is that I take the the heuristics, um, and then at the, the, the heart of the model, we've kind of got the notion of systems thinking and complexity thinking, mm-hmm. and the kind of the, the, the lean stuff there. Um, and then the other bit of the model um, is is impact. So um, the other kind of thing that I, I think is missing sometimes, or just implicit, it's not mm-hmm. talked about, is well, when we're putting processes in place, why are we doing that? What problem are we trying to solve, and how do we know whether we're solving the right problem? So I talk about three impacts that I, I look for. One is uh, the, the flow impact. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the, the focus on, are we, are we getting the process better and is yeah. the workflow for the system and was delivered mm-hmm. more quickly? But then there's a value impact, so are we delivering mm-hmm. more value? Because if we're just flowing rubbish through the system, you know, we're, rubbish is rubbish, garbage in, right. garbage out. So we right. need to be delivering more value as well, and maybe that's the primary one. Uh, but we want to deliver value quickly, so we want to have flow. And then I talk about potential as well. Mm-hmm. So build, building the potential of the system, and that's kind of learning organizational stuff and human potential. And mm-hmm. Kind of that gets into a little bit of kind of code quality refactoring because if you've got poor quality code, then mm-hmm. it's the, 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 actually the product you're building has no potential because you, 
you're not going to be able to change it in the future. Okay. So I talk about flow, value, and potential as the okay. impacts. So I kind of want to drill in in the book into those are kind of fairly abstract notions into some more concrete examples. Mm -hmm. But doing it within the model and, and particularly under the heuristics, it's not saying here's some practice you can do, but well, here's some examples of these things that you might do. Mm -hmm. So there's no one right answer, but there's a, a set of options, and here's things that I've seen that work yeah. um, within that kind of framework. Okay. And if you want to understand flow, here's some things you might measure, or here's yeah. some things you might want to look at. Yeah. Um, so the notion of Slack yeah. kind of comes under the idea of flow, because Slack mm -hmm. you know, gives us the, the flexibility to allow the work to flow, mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, so it's my understanding that the book will be released just days after the Agile Day, right? Uh. It's just like, what is it, minutes? Is it minutes after? Yeah, in but, in my dreams, in my dreams. <laughs> I, have, I have a contract, the contract, um, the, the, the date on a contract. It's open. He's over. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> over. It's in the past. But uh, yeah, my publishers are being uh, flexible with me. Yeah, it's, I'm writing as part of my Cohen's series, and yeah. um, they're being very flexible and, and okay. not, not, not hassling me. Okay. Um, but it's it's... Um, the ideas, the content, the framework—you know—it's it's, all—it's all kind of solidifying. Mm. Um, I'm, and I'm kind of working on ways to free up some time to, to get the words on paper and, and get it yeah. out the door. So I'm just curious uh, because I have published myself. I'm mm -hmm. just curious: Did you use Kanban for approaching the book? Did you have an underlying Kanban system for it? No, not really. It's something that I've kind of pondered over. Kind of, should I be doing this? And so you could argue that I'm I'm I am writing a little bit at a time because I'm I'm kind of writing the book kind of through blogging. Mm -hmm. So so each blog is a small piece. I am trying to focus those efforts on getting a, a you know a chapter and a section. So trying to get something that that's kind of a, a coherent piece. Mm -hmm. But do I have a kind of formal Kanban system right. with a with a with a board and a am I right. capturing metrics and doing all that stuff? I'm. I'm not. Yeah. And and I might just it's very often the other publishers won't work that way. Uh, well, I, I, I could do it myself. Yeah. Um and and I could work with with publishers to kind of get a, an early release out. And at some point I might look into that. Um but I I'm kind of comfortable with the fact that you know the this this model is, you know, it's like anything it's not a silver bullet. It's yeah. it's all contextual and um uh, I I kind of recognize that I, you know, need to mm -hmm. reduce the batch size but it's not just the book the book is kind of the part of a bigger portfolio of my, my work for rally and yeah. coming and kind of work to doing stuff that I enjoy in the community and speaking mm -hmm. at conferences and that sort of stuff right. so um, actually if I really want to get the book then I have to kind of find ways of yeah. minimising or, or it's, it's if I'm going to use kind of concepts that I kind of talk about it's a capacity allocation problem yeah. is at the moment I'm not able to allocate enough capacity to do it so yeah. Kanban system is not going to solve that. Right. I know that's what the problem is. <laughs> right. Well, there are too many good distractors out there for you. That's why. Yeah, there's, there's, there's other stuff that that um, needs there's to other be stuff there. that I have to do. You mm -hmm. know, I, I have a job. I have to do the day job, um, and and yeah, there's a balance between you know I still like going out and talking. So there's there's other stuff that I like to do. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you you mentioned uh, blogging and how you build a blog, a book basically mm -hmm. out of blogging blocks and, and miniature things. But um, talking about your blog, it's uh, availability.co.uk. Yeah, availability.co.uk. The, the, I think when I, I was just having a kind of creative moment, then the idea was uh, similar to availability. So yeah. avail to use. Yeah. And then agility, to use agility, avail agility. Avail agility, okay. Maybe not the best 
Word, no, word, it's, word, no, 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 no. Once it's in there, it's, it's stuck, right? It's <laughs> yeah. stuck once it's in there. But uh, you have quite a selection of uh, um, blog entries out there, so mm. I just want to refer everyone to that. Uh, yeah, side. I try and try. I kind of go through again peaks and troughs, try and get something out once a month or so. Mm -hmm. Just kind of come out of a lean, uh, lean, mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of a, a period of not blogging much. Um, but actually, partly that I'm, I'm just kind of finishing writing an article for InfoQ, which okay. again is kind of. Um, trying to trying to get down on paper some of the, the ideas that we just talked about in this mm -hmm. notion of this idea of heuristics and where I got the ideas from and how right. we can apply them. So um, I might have been so that's a kind of a bigger batch thing. Yeah. Um, but you know sometimes you need to do bigger batches. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there's also videos out there. There's not only articles. You have some videos. You have some speaking engagements. You gave a keynote at Agile Central Europe. Yes, Agile Central Europe again, and that's that's yeah. um, that was kind of maybe the first outing for some of these ideas. Yeah. Um, it's kind of iterated on a few times and improved mm -hmm. it a little bit I think yeah so you do t do talk a lot but then there is also um, you're not only a member of the lean system society or the limited web society you're also a founding member of one yeah of those. So, so the lean system society um, we started off as the lean software and systems consortium mm -hmm. um, and then we I guess we pivoted because we the, we realized that the the idea of the industry consortium wasn't working, but the idea of a society in the sense of a community of, of trying to bring people together and um, bring people together with different ideas and different perspectives and different experiences and skills, mm. so that we could kind of try and be a, a catalyst for, you know, you, you, you know, you've been in some of these great conversations where different people come in with different ideas and, and some of the, 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 the sum of the whole, the whole sum is the greater than the sum of the parts. Mm -hmm. So actually when you kind of bring these things together, so we want to try and do that and that's I think where we've been successful. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the idea of the society and actually we're, um, we're running our own conference in, in Boulder, hosted at a rally in Boulder in September, I should have looked up these dates, I think it's September yeah. the 11th and 12th. Okay. It's the uh, week Wednesday, after. Thursday of mm -hmm. that week. Okay. Um, and yeah, we, we have so we have society fellows, and we have um, I think we're up to thirty or forty now. I forget the exact number. Mm -hmm. And these are people that we we want to recognise. We want to kind of shine a light on their work and their okay. ideas, and we want to get as many of these fellows together because that's where we think the magic can happen. Mm -hmm. And it's but it's not an exclusive fellowship conference. It's it's okay. open to anybody that wants to come, and it's it's not a talking head conference. So yeah. Um, actually, we're, so we're using, going to use some of Dave Snowden's Cognitive Edge SenseMaker kind of ideas and technology, mm -hmm. capture some stories and narratives around lean and systems and mm -hmm. um, kind of advancing advancing the art, if you like. Um, and then in the conference, we're, we're going to do some sense making on that mm -hmm. and see what interesting data pops out of that. And then the, the most of the session is going to be drilling down into specific mm -hmm. ideas so it's very much a working conference right uh, you know collaboration talking about stuff hopefully producing okay. some new stuff mm -hmm. um, and there'll be kind of a, I think we'll top my tail with the keynote um, just to kind of set the scene and wrap things up mm -hmm. uh, but yeah but very much we want it to be a conference that's uh, trying to move things forward rather yeah. than just uh, letting people kind of use it as a, a soapbox. Yeah. So, so when you suggesting that I'm doing that at your conference, obviously. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that sort of conference. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, but the, the what you guys were doing, like I don't know when did you guys create the, that society. So that the was original that? consortium was formed in '97, and then we kind of rebranded and did the pivot uh, just just every year ago. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the the limited whip society. And the, yeah, and then the Limited Web Society is a, is a much more informal thing, and that's really just a, um, a ending site, 
which is a, a, a portal for people to go and then mm. there's local it's, it's kind of a local user group so when okay. if people want to have a local user group to talk about Kanban they'll, they'll talk it to call it a limited web society okay um, but that's really that's just a it's very informal there's 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 no money behind it there's no board behind it there's no decisions to be made it's yeah. purely self-organizing really okay um, and, and volunteer run okay how do you uh, being in London here today how do you assess like when you you know what you see obviously you're in the US a lot uh, you come into the US for the edge all day, but you you live here in the UK. Mm. How do you assess the 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 spread of agility or even Kanban or Lean? How do you assess the situation compared to the US? Uh, I I think broadly the US is um, ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, three maybe three four five years ahead, and that you know that's very kind of really really generalizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but kind of Europe's different, and and you'll know this just because it's multiple languages, multiple cultures. So so actually, you kind of get different areas. So so probably the Nordics is, mm-hmm. is the exception to that rule. Mm-hmm. Um, there are areas of, of Germany and maybe the UK is a little bit further further ahead than Russia. So so it's it's I think it's more lumpy. Mm-hmm. Now that might be me showing a, a lack of knowledge of the of the US market. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's really difficult to say. Yeah. But I kind of see that uh, my perception is the, the kind of the, the agile market if you like yeah. is much bigger in the US. Yeah. Um. But but also just the yeah the nature of the languages. Europe I. Th- think just I don't know I guess yeah you have kind of pockets of consultancies that are you know a small German one and a small mm, French yeah. one so um, and they're creating some vibe in, in, in that area but yeah so there's much more kind of local market mm-hmm. based um, locally, yeah, market yeah. based and that's yeah I think that's probably down to language and culture mm, yeah probably because otherwise I mean you, uh, I was just looking at um, the Agile Central Europe conference you know like it's Central Europe. I mean, why not just Europe, right? A European country. Right. Like, it's like, yeah. Why Central Europe? Why do we need to break things? Exactly. Like and, that, and, that's, and actually, this, so you've got Central Europe, and then you've also got an Agile Eastern Europe conference, right. which is. Um, so I'm speaking in that as well. That's October as well. Yeah. I think. Do you think? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like it's probably because of the languages being used. They they need to group differently. Yeah, and yeah. and there's different. There seems to be a different attitude to to travel. I think. Mm-hmm. So there isn't a big. Agile conference in the same way that there's Agile 2013. Yeah. You know, or somebody said to me, Agile America, the Agile yeah. America conference. It's, right. uh, that's the one big conference in a, in a. And then, and then you have these smaller, you know, like your your Agile New York days, which are, are yeah. generally much smaller localized conferences. Although even so, I don't think it's that small. You know, even mm. some of the local conferences in Europe are much smaller. And yeah. I think that again says something to do with the market. Um, and yeah, uh, we we found and actually when we were setting up. Some of the um, what has kind of become the Lean Kanban conferences. Mm-hmm. We made a conscious decision. We won't do a single European one. Yeah. We'll do one in. So there's a, there's a Central Europe one for those. There's um, there's one in the Benelux. There's one in France. There's one in the UK. There was there was one in Sweden earlier. Mm-hmm. Because we don't think they're competing against each other. Yeah. Um, you get a small pocket of people that are the diehards. Yeah. That that will travel around more, but mm-hmm. mostly you're just getting a local audience. Yeah. And People won't travel for the the big single central conference. Yeah. Um, the the closest there is is maybe the um, the XP conference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But even so, uh, that's 
that doesn't is nowhere near on as big a scale as, yeah. as the, the agile conference in the US. Yeah, I mean the reason for the for the agile RM thanks for bringing this up is actually it's we intended to have that as a one day conference for people who a don't have the time to go five right. days to a conference in this year Nashville um, or or other cities where travel is involved and. Um, we also, I, I think we went, uh, one of the reasons also the recession we, we went through, mm-hmm. uh, the people who were just like travel budgets, like all, all these kinds of constraints, and we wanted to give them a low-cost alternative yeah. in the hometown. And um, I would say 90% of our um, the, the attendees of, of this conference are actually from New York or the yeah. metro area. Yeah. If some people uh, travel in, uh, I know some people travel far mm-hmm. uh, for the Agile Day in New York, but hey, you know, it's September, it's beautiful in New York, and people, yeah, hey, stay nice. an extra day, that's why it's, it's on a Thursday, we right, want to you know, make it interesting for people to Good excuse come in. to come over. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Carl, thank you so much for uh, spending some time yeah, here with you. me. Pleasure. Okay, so everybody interested in uh, uh, connecting with you, what's your Twitter? Uh, so my Twitter handle is kjscotland. Okay. Um, and yeah, availability.co.uk is my blog, and you'll find my you'll find my Twitter and my LinkedIn. And That's I, right. I don't think I have Facebook on there. Yeah, I, I think we can just Google yeah, Carl's Carland. Google, you'll probably find me. Yeah, Carl with a K. Yeah, Carl with a K. <laughs> and uh, and soon we're gonna see something on the bookshelf. And uh, I hope so. Yeah. And if you want to meet Carl in person, uh, that is uh, not far away, September nineteenth. Um, in New York Agile Day at agileday2013.org Looking forward to it. Me too. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Agile FM Radio. If you are interested in learning more about today's guests, past guests, or learn more about the upcoming program and future guests, please go to our website at agile.fm. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.